recently coached a client who was leading an important project with a tight deadline. She decided to send out a detailed email outlining everyone's roles and next steps. To ensure she didn't miss anyone who might need to be in the loop, she copied virtually the entire department. As time passed and despite the urgency, she noticed a lack of action. She started contacting the team members for updates. Many were confused about who was responsible for what. Everyone assumed someone else on the lengthy email list would be handling the tasks. In order to rectify the situation, she called an emergency meeting to clarify roles. During the discussion, it became painfully obvious that her mass email had diluted the sense of individual accountability. People thought, with so many people on CC, surely this isn't specifically my responsibility. That experience was an eye-opener for her about the pitfalls of over-inclusive communication. Let's discuss how you can communicate with more intention to ensure accountability and urgency so that you can avoid wasting time and get things done. Find the full transcript and other resources for women leaders at livingwhileleading.com slash 18. You're listening to Living While Leading with your host, Sharon Ehrlich, where I help women IT executives gain more control over their careers and carve out time to care for themselves and family. Effective communication in a team or an organization can be tricky. While you may believe that you're clearly conveying your ideas, a host of obstacles can interfere with your intended message. To help you better understand the stumbling blocks that can impede effective communication, let's look at three common culprits. Recognizing these can be your first step towards enhancing your communication skills and effectiveness. The first one is assumptions. These mental shortcuts can be problematic. You often operate with the belief that others have the same information, feelings, and perspectives as you do, leading to unclear or even misleading messages. The second troublemaker is noise, and I mean that in broad terms. It could be the constant alert from your devices. It could also be the mental distractions, emotional states, or even cultural barriers that affect how a message is received and interpreted. And finally, there's complexity. Whether it's using industry jargon, acronyms, or overly technical language, this can create barriers in understanding, particularly with stakeholders who may not be familiar with these terms. Using complex language may sound impressive, but it often clouds the message. Effective communication is the anchor that holds teams together and drives projects forward. But achieving this isn't as simple as it sounds. How often have you found yourself puzzled by an email or felt that a meeting could have been an email? To elevate your communication, it's essential to recognize some core principles that can make or break your interactions. Here are some critical points to keep in mind. The first is to be as clear and as concise as possible. Before hitting that send button on the email or ending a meeting, ask yourself, could my message have been misinterpreted? Is it straightforward and concise? Next up is active listening. 
it's not just hearing what the other person has to say. It's about fully understanding the content and the emotional nuance behind the words. It's really difficult to listen actively if you're already mentally formulating your response or looking at your smartphone while the other person is talking. Another effective tool is regular team check-ins. They keep everyone on the same page and help identify roadblocks early. These could range from brief daily huddles to more in-depth weekly meetings. The medium you choose for communication can be as impactful as the message itself, whether it's a crucial business decision or a nuanced team feedback. The channel you select plays a critical role in their effectiveness. From instant messaging apps to traditional face-to-face conversation, each medium has its own set of rules and best practices. To ensure that you're making the most of the human element in your communications, consider this. Topics that are emotionally charged or complicated almost always warrant a face-to-face discussion, or at a minimum, a phone call. If the issue is time-sensitive and waiting for an email reply is not an option, then a phone call is your best bet. Don't underestimate the value of nonverbal cues in building strong relationships and fostering team dynamics. These nonverbal cues can be difficult to recognize on virtual calls. You're probably wondering how instant messaging apps like WhatsApp fit into the equation. They're incredibly useful for quick exchanges and updates, but it's crucial to maintain professionalism. I strongly urge you to steer clear of discussing complex or sensitive matters in a text message. And for your own sanity, try to limit the amount of instant messaging groups you belong to. Maybe you are not able to avoid participating in them, but at the very least, go to your phone settings and silence the group notifications so that you're not constantly getting distracting pings every time a message comes through. Every single conversation you have should be meaningful and have a clear outcome. If someone ends a conversation with you and they're unsure what the point was or what step they should take, it's a clear indicator that communication failed. Start your conversations with the end in mind. Ask yourself, what outcome do I want to achieve with this discussion? And use that as your North Star for navigating the discussion. Be mindful of who needs to be in the conversation. Invite only those who are directly involved or impacted to meetings or on email threads. This will save you time and also solidify your standing as someone who knows how to effectively conduct a meeting. Effective communication is a balance of clarity, purpose, and inclusivity. When done right, it not only saves valuable time, but also enhances your professional reputation. The key to successful communication is setting a clear goal, choosing the right participants, and ensuring everyone leaves the conversation with a sense of purpose and direction. Remember, You're the solution to claiming what's important to you. Thanks for listening today. This is your time. Give yourself permission to reclaim what's important to you and be who you want to be. 
If you're getting value from this podcast, please subscribe, share it, or write a review. And connect with me on livingwhileleading.com or on LinkedIn. And don't forget to tune in next week.